Welcome to the You Can Tell the Children podcast, a place where sharing God's word with the next generation in your circle of influence can be simple, easy, and fun. We know that intentionally teaching children about God and the relevancy of His word will be a game changer in their homes, schools, and communities. This podcast is a ministry of Bible to School, the experts in engaging children with the Word of God. Together, we will make sure you can tell the children about the love of Jesus. Ready, set, let's go. Hey, friends. Welcome back to the You Can Tell the Children podcast. I'm your co-host, Leanine Heiss, and I'm so glad you joined us today. You are in for a treat as we hear from Megan Risser, our donor engagement officer at Bible to School today. We're talking about stewardship and how it's never too early to be talking to the kids in our lives about God's plan for their good and their generosity and wise stewardship of our resources. You guys, it's going to be so good. Don't forget you can find all our show notes on the website at Bible2School.com. That's Bible, the number two, school.com. That's also the place you can connect with us and find our latest blog articles and all our resources to help you tell the children in your life about God's love for them. A big thanks to those of you who have been rating and reviewing this show. We love your reviews and are so thankful for those of you who have been dropping us a line. It's such an easy and organic way to share Bible to school with others. Thank you. Now, let's jump right in for this conversation with our executive director, Corey Pennypacker, and Megan. Welcome, Megan. We are so happy to have you today on You Can Tell the Children. Thank you, Corey. I'm so excited to be here. We're excited because you are passionate about something even many pastors don't talk about with their congregation, but it's a very important part of growing closer to God, and that is stewardship. And kids need to know about stewardship. So, but first, before we talk about that, Megan, can you first tell us a little bit about yourself, about your family, where you're from? What's your favorite place to vacation? Yeah, absolutely. So I grew up in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, and I now live in Lidditz, a small town here in in Lancaster with my husband, Mark, and our two-year-old son, Nolan. And we actually have a daughter on the way. She's due in April. So we're very excited about our growing family. (laughs) Yes. Vacation. I absolutely love Stone Harbor, New Jersey. This is where I've been going my whole life. I'm very, very fortunate to have grandparents who own a house there. So I grew up going there and enjoying Bayside. Fun fact about me, I actually really don't like the beach. (laughs) (laughs) So you like the Bayside? Yes, I have a little phobia with sand, which I'm trying to get over with uh, now that I have kids in the the picture. (laughs) Oh, they're going to be, they're going to be eating the sand. Let me tell you. Oh, yes, (laughs) yes. But you, Megan, you are part of the Bible to School staff. So can you tell our listeners, now what do you do? How do you serve us? Yeah, absolutely. I'm on the staff here and I absolutely love it. I work with our amazing donors as well as oversee various marketing tactics to help get the word out about what we do here at Bible to School. Wow. Well, we're glad to have you. (laughs) Stewardship, like since you work with donors, stewardship Mm -hmm. is near Mm. and dear to your heart. But before we start talking about stewardship and how to tell kids about it, can you tell us what would you say stewardship actually is? Yeah, yeah. So the actual definition of stewardship is the job of supervising or taking care of something that one does not own. 
So this is a term that's really not widely used in our culture. And most people, when they hear this word, they automatically think of money, right, <laughs> right. church and donations yes. and finances. However, the concept of stewardship is actually so much bigger than that. And it's so much bigger than most people realize. Mm-hmm. And what it really is, is it's referring to how we manage our resources. For us Christians, you know, we believe that everything we have belongs to God. Right. Right. And we're just overseeing it because he has entrusted us with it. Right. And and I just think it's so cool that God trusts us enough to give us these resources to oversee and manage it. I mean, isn't that amazing? Well, it is amazing, Megan. But I, I got to ask because, you know, this didn't just come up and, you know, you thought of this yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, how did you, I mean, who taught you about stewardship? Because it's something that people need to be taught because you think, Everything is yours and mine and right. it's my me, me, me culture. Yeah. But, you know, to think that God gave it, mm. you know, God gave these things to us, our time, our resources, our, you know, our money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who, who taught you all this stuff? Yeah. So definitely my parents. Mm, okay. Um, I think a lot of people might say their parents, but I, I 100%, I don't even need to think about that question. It was my parents. They taught my brother and I the importance of putting others first really early on in our lives. and. A lot of people comment about how generous my family is, but I just, to me, it's, it's just what you're supposed to do. You know, growing up, my mom was a nurse at a nursing home and she would often work holidays. And there were many Christmases and Thanksgivings that she wasn't around. She had to go to work. And my dad and my brother and I would would pack up and we would go deliver poinsettias to elderly people that don't have family or serve meals at the local homeless shelter. And so that's what holidays look like for you. Yeah. And, oh, you know, wow. I'm sure we did the, the gifts mm-hmm. another day or that evening once my mom got home. But what I remember mm-hmm. are those experiences that we did of giving. for other people. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, I'm sure there's many kids that wouldn't really like that. You know, they're going <laughs> to complain about that. But I remember thoroughly enjoying it because my dad made it so exciting. Um, you know, and it, that's awesome. And, I and love that. I know it was just, it makes such a difference. And, you know, we've never been big gift givers in my family. Instead, my parents always loved to give the gifts that, that weren't for them, but mm-hmm. they were, you know, on behalf of them. Mm-hmm. So things like a goat for a family in Africa through World Vision or a box of books for a kindergarten class in the local city school. These are the kinds of gifts that have a lasting impact and are actually even more fun to give. <laughs> I, love it. I love it. I love it. Well, why do you think it's important? You know, we're kids, we're talking about to moms, dads, grandparents, uh, Sunday school teachers. We're like, why is it important for kids on their faith walk with mm-hmm. God to learn about stewardship? I mean, what, what does that do for their faith? I think it's so important that kids understand that God wants us to put others first and he wants us to use our resources to help further his kingdom. I mean, that's what we're called to do. Jesus came to serve and we can't be like Jesus if we're not serving. Fortunately, serving comes in many forms so your kids can get creative. But another thing to think about is we're all stewards, whether we're aware of it or not, because we all have been given resources from God. And and we have a choice of how we use those resources, either be a good steward or a bad steward. And I think when we're talking about resources, again, most people think money. But what I what I mean 
are things like time, skills, leadership, our influence on other people, our jobs, and yeah, of course money, but there's so much more than just money. And we can talk to our kids about this, that they've been given resources, not just money that they can use for other people. I love that. I love that. And you you mentioned your parents, your, mm. your dad. I knew your dad very well. And he definitely would give up his time to mm. me. As you mentioned leadership, <laughs> he, he would he'd mentor me. And that's leadership. That was yes. just beautiful. He was giving away what he knew. I love that. And he, he didn't have to, no, you know, he, no. he, he made time for me. And well, I, I just love that. It's it's funny you say that. I mean, giving back was, was truly part of his DNA, almost to a fault. Uh-huh. <laughs> he, he would fill his already packed calendar with extra meetings to support local organizations and boards and mentor other business leaders. But that's how he used his resources that God mm-hmm. gave him. And, and that's how he was being a good steward. And it's inspiring. Unfortunately, my dad did pass away two years ago at the age of 58 after a brief journey with cancer. And our lives will never be the same. But I thank God every day for these values that he taught me that I can now pass along to my children. Well, that's why I was so excited to talk to you about stewardship Mm. because of the I've been a recipient of your dad's stewardship. So a very, very exciting full circle kind of thing here. Now, you are going to have a baby Mm -hmm. soon and you Mm -hmm. have a two-year-old. How early do you think we should start teaching kids, would you say, about stewardship? I mean, what what age can they even understand it, you think? I think it's really hard for for very young kids to understand the full concept. But I think think as parents, we are influencing our kids with every action we take Mm. because they're watching us all the time, literally. So, you know, for very young kids, I think it can be tricky, but I would start small and teach them the importance of taking care of their belongings. I mean, that's a way of of being Mm. a good steward, taking care of their clothes and putting their toys away and cleaning their room. And then as your kids grow up, the the concept can be expanded accordingly with their Mm. age. When I, I look at that, too, with my own kids doesn't matter if they make their bed or whatever, but, but yet it's, it's good discipline for them, Yeah. but also it shows respect. I had one of my adult children came home, adult sons came home a couple of weeks ago for Christmas and he had normally just always not made his bed or anything (laughs) like that. No, okay. Yeah, whatever, you know, not a big (laughs) deal. But this last time he made his bed before (sighs) he left. And I thought how he respected Mm -hmm. us that way. Yeah. It's just really a, you can give away that kind of respect to people as well. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely storing your storing oh, your yeah. respect. So yeah, absolutely, when teaching them at a young age. Mm-hmm. I guess for me, it just can't be. There's no too young to no. start teaching them about others. Absolutely, because they have the whole. I'm sure your your two year old has the word mine down. Pat. Oh yes, yes, <laughs> oh yes, constantly. Everything's <laughs> his right now. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Let's pause right now and take a question from one of our Bible to School kids. Who were the other two men on the crosses? Stewardship touches every part of our lives, and the two robbers with Jesus at His crucifixion are examples of lives that were not stored well. They were punished for taking what was not theirs. However, in a remarkable change of heart, one robber did store his last moments well, and he did recognize Jesus was his Lord and Savior. This robber seized the moment and asked for forgiveness. Jesus responded to his simple and honest confession of faith with forgiveness. 
And because this robber used his last moments well, Jesus said to him, this day you will be with me in heaven. Well, on the subject of stewardship, what have you seen? I mean, there's a giver and there's a receiver, Mm -hmm. Megan. What kind of things have you seen on both sides Mm. of that for when when there's a gift given of time or money or or anything? Yeah. So back to my dad, (laughs) giving his time and and donating money to causes he was passionate about. He loved it. And Mm. that's what stood out to me. I mean, he truly loved giving. It gave him joy. Yes. And Mm. he was he was a cheerful giver. And you know what? It, It doesn't mean anything if you give money or time away if there's no passion or enthusiasm in it. Mm. To quote Mother Teresa, it's not how much we give, but how much love we put into giving. Oh, I and like I, that. And that's, you know, that's so huge. You, anybody can write a check or, or go mm-hmm. donate their time. But mm-hmm. if you don't love it and you're not passionate about it, you're missing the mark there. You know, it's funny. I see that uh, at Bible to School, uh, very much so. We have a beautiful donor team. They love to give. They love to see children come to know Christ because they gave up their resources. They bought the Bibles, or they, you know, they funded the the bus that took them to the to the class. And it is exciting to to tell them these things, like mm. what God is doing. And then they're excited. They said, "Well, you know," they say to me, "Well, you guys are doing it. You're teaching the Bible to public school children." And and I say, no, 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 you're, you're doing it. it. Yeah, you're doing it too. Mm-hmm. And they get a big smile on their face. In mm-hmm. fact, I have a recent story, God's story, that involved, uh, we got, we got a, a, a check-in, a large check-in at the end of the, the year here in January. And we didn't know where it was from, but the, the person's name had the same, had the same last name as a, a Christian business owner that was also a donor. And it had the same address. And so I called him up and I said, I, I don't know who this person is. And I was thinking it might have been his mother. It might have been, you know, some relative of his. It was his 15-year-old daughter. Oh. It blew my oh. mind. I said, that's a lot of money oh. for, a, a, you know, to give away. And he said, oh, she loves to give. Oh. And she mowed lawns and she cleaned, you know, cleaned the office and she babysat. And she couldn't wait to give oh, her money to Bible amazing. to school because, you know, she said, I believe that you want to give the gospel to children. So she had that passion mm. uh, and she put it, to, she put it to good use and kind of blow, blew us all away. And I said, you know, most adults don't give this much right. money. <laughs> and, and I called her up to thank her and mm. pray with her. And she was just so humble oh. and uh, that, that really, and she was so joyful oh. to, to know that. How cool. Yeah. Yeah. So it, as a teenager. Right, right. I, when I was a teenager, I was taking no. that money and, you know. Buying clothes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, so tell me, too, do you have other uh, ways that you've seen this impacted? What what have you seen with stewardship, Megan? Yeah, I mean, I think, again, children learn by observing. Mm-hmm. And, and I think, you know, we can't avoid the conversation about money. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's something that we need to talk about with kids. And I think teaching these kids these values early on, it helps set priorities in their life and, and helps identify the difference between needs and wants. Oh, that's and, good. Yeah. And I mean, what what kind of 
value are you putting in within your kids' lives? I mean, that's just amazing to be able to set them up for that success so early on. Yeah, everything can't be a need. Right. Right. <laughs> exactly. And and I and there's nothing wrong with talking about that with our kids and talking about the money. I think it's it's a topic that we need to take more seriously as a culture. Yeah, absolutely. I know families that get together at Christmas together and it's kind of fun to give together as a family. If you've never done that, I would highly recommend it. We have a family meeting and we say, okay, who who wants to, uh, who knows of someone at Christmas that we could bless anonymously? And everybody puts some money in the pot and we all decide who we're going to give it to. And we mail out, Mm -hmm. they mail it out to them anonymously. And everybody has big smiles on their faces. They Mm -hmm. love it, but they're all um, participating in it. And so everybody from the youngest to the oldest is sorting together. Mm. So I I highly recommend that is giving as a family as well. Absolutely. And I think seeing seeing your generosity at work goes a long way, especially Mm. with kids. So, you know, if you're gathering toys for a local family rather than just dropping it off, you know, maybe include your kids and and have them help deliver them so they can see these kids faces when they get their new toys. And that's what helps sort of stick in the kids' minds, right. the concept of, of what they're doing. Mm, kind of like you with the the uh, nursing home that you went to right. you participated in mm-hmm. the in the stewardship and the giving. Right. Yeah. And, and that's what I remember. That's yeah. the memory I have. Excellent. Yeah. Very yeah. good. Wow. Wow. So our listeners out there, what advice would you give to a mom, a dad, a grandparent, an aunt, an uncle, to even start a conversation about stewardship with the children? in their circle of influence. What kind of what kind of advice would you give Megan? Well, like I said, I really think we need to take this more seriously as a culture and and we have so much influence over a person's life, you know, when we're a parent or a caregiver. And I think it it needs to be discussed. I think God is the center of all of this and we need to make sure that the focus stays on him. Yeah. That way, you know, as these kids grow up, they continue to kind of put these concepts together and it all makes sense. It starts to fit together as time goes on. And they remember that this is what their parents taught them when they were younger. And when they start having kids, they're going to teach it to their kids right. and so on and so on. And that's that's how we impact generations. That's right. We actually do. Um, so I'm going to get practical here now. Mm. What are some tips or some ways to teach kids about being good stores? What would you say? Yeah. So. Like I mentioned, for younger kids, I think you need to start small and encourage them to take care of their personal things. Uh, you could also start teaching the concept of sharing early on and and have them identify toys that they don't use anymore and explain that they aren't they're not actually giving their toys away because they never actually belong to them in the first place. <laughs> Instead, they are they're returning what was God's by sharing it with other kids. And, you know, as for older children, you can start the conversation about donating money. Right. You know, perhaps they have a separate piggy bank where they set aside 10% of their allowance or their Christmas money. And then at the end of the year, they can choose a charity to donate to. And, and again, involve them in making that donation. Let them take their money and give it to whatever organization they choose. And how awesome is that going to feel for them? And, you know, a great thing for the entire family is, is to truly be intentional about seeing a need, filling a need. Mm-hmm. So choose family service projects that can be done throughout the year together that 
you know, includes interests of everybody in the family or, or if mm. something comes up in the year and you see a need, get together as your family and have a family meeting and talk about how you can help that need and, you know, fill that need. And most importantly, make it fun because if it's not fun, yeah. kids aren't going to want right. to do it. That's right. They're not. <laughs> so I think that's, that's the, the number one thing is make it fun, change it up and include everybody in your family. Wow. And, and pull it all back to God. Always. Absolutely. Always. Absolutely. Yeah. I think what I was saying in the beginning of our discussion is that we just don't talk about these things. Mm-mm. So what I'm hearing you say is, man, talk about these mm-hmm. things with your kids yeah. and, and get them involved and make it happen and, and put it all, give God all the glory, Yeah, you know, yeah, just like you do with anything else that you're teaching them, mm-hmm. you know, reinforce this often. Yeah. It's hard for kids to understand that what they have isn't theirs, but you know, that's a hard concept to, yeah. to get across, <laughs> but you know, Psalm 24, one says the earth is the Lord's and everything in it. The world and all its people belong to him. And, you know, that's something you can start talking to your kids about early on. Well, this is good stuff, Megan. (laughs) Thank you so much for for sharing your thoughts on stewardship. Like I said, I know it's near and dear to your heart. Your mom, your dad put it right into your life early on. You got to experience the joy and you want everybody else to experience it. Absolutely. So would you mind praying for us as we go and end this broadcast? But especially about stewardship in the lives of kids. Absolutely. I would love to. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, I thank you so much for the many blessings and resources you have given all of us. I pray that every person listening to this podcast would be inspired and challenged to use those resources to help honor you and to stay focused on being good stewards. I pray for the children in our lives that they would be filled with the joy that can only come from you. I pray that they are surrounded by people who have a positive influence on them and that they would dedicate their lives to putting others first to help spread your kingdom. Lord, we love you and we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Megan. Thank you, Corey. Wasn't that a great episode? Such an important conversation to have with our kids. If you found this episode as helpful as we did, take a minute and share this podcast with a friend. Before I let you go, are you subscribed to the show? You won't want to miss an episode we have coming up. So make sure you're subscribed and we'll see you in your podcast app every week. If you're interested in learning more about Bible to School and this life-changing ministry, be sure to check out our website at BibleToSchool.com. That's Bible, the number two, school.com. Remember, friends, you can tell the children in your life about the good news of Jesus. See you next week.